and thank you again for joining me today on Helping Teachers Thrive. Today I'm going to be talking about how we can build our students' confidence when it comes to public speaking. I'll talk about five main ways that we can do this for our students in our lessons. So let me get straight into it. First of all, it's best to have your students presenting in a pair. Now, maybe they can be involved in clicking on the computer if they're working at the computer in terms of changing the slides so they can be involved in changing the slides while their partner presents to the group and they'll be involved in putting the slides together and put information on the slides beforehand so at least in some way they're still involved in the presentation pro process but they're not actually speaking yet to the to the to a group that they're presenting to and i wouldn't get them presenting to a whole class not straight away because that can cause a lot of anxiety for students that really struggle with speaking publicly presenting to a class. So do it in pairs, have one person in charge of just changing the slides. Of course, they'd be involved in research to begin with and have the other person delivering the presentation. That's how I would start off. Just try and get them involved in the process, in the presentation process. They can maybe hand out any resources that they produce that they want to hand out to the group or hold up any resources, any sheets, any, anything they want to demonstrate, show to the rest of the group. And I get the pair to initially present to a small group, a small group of students, maybe another pair I'll start off with or a group of three or four. Um, but make sure they're doing it to a group of people that they actually know and they're friends with and they get on with and they're presenting with a person who they get on with and they're friends with. So just to make them feel a bit more at ease and a bit more comfortable because they may not like presenting to people that they don't know because they're worried about how they're going to judge them, for example. Presenting in groups of three or four is another step where each student is involved in research and producing the PowerPoint presentation and they each present their own little section, their own little bit. But um, again, don't expect students who really struggle with this have um, anxiety around public speaking to present a whole slide on their own. So they may only say one sentence or a couple of sentences. They may just present a couple of sentences um, with someone else in their group because they'll really, really struggle with doing a whole slide on their own. So I'd start very, very slowly just to help ease them in to the public speaking and getting used to presenting to people, but only a small group of three or four. And make sure that when they are presenting, give them a topic that they're interested in. Or if there's a specific topic that you're doing that you've covered that term with the students, then find out what within that topic they'd be comfortable doing a presentation on with a partner to a small group and um, a top part of the topic that they are really really interested in because they're more likely to feel a bit more confident delivering some part of the presentation even if it's just a couple of lines or even just being part of the presentation with like i said changing the slides or holding up resources handing resources out but if it's something that they're interested in so allow them to choose part of the topic that they would rather present in a pair to a group now, after a while, I would look at a pair presenting to a small group. So I'd start off with a pair presenting to another pair with the person that really struggles with presentations, just clicking the slides, changing the slides over, holding up resources, handing out resources. So pair to pair initially. Then you could look at in a small group of three or four, where they present to another small group so they may feel a bit more comfortable presenting to a bigger group because they've got more people with them 
that they're presenting, who are also presenting. But again, I'd only get them to present maybe one or two lines from a slide. And then look at doing pairs to a group. So a pair presenting to a group of three or four. Um, again, they're presenting with someone that they get, that they know really well, that they're friends with. And they're presenting to a group of people that, again, that they know and they're friends with. And this is where you can encourage them to present a bit more to a group. This is where they can do a paragraph or a PowerPoint slide because they maybe feel a bit more at ease. If they don't want to face the group with their partner, they can always have their back to, their, to the group that they're presenting to because in that way, they're not looking at people in the eye, they're not seeing people look at them. They may feel a bit more at ease if they've got their back to the small group. And um, now when you're presenting in little groups like this, um, I'd do it at the computers. So the group would go to the computer and they'd present from that computer. If you've got Chromebooks, that's much better because they can move around their Chromebook and, and present in that way. So they don't actually have to look at the group. They can look at the computer screen that they're reading their slides from, for example, their presentation from. Um, but that's how I'd sort of ease them into presenting to a bigger group, not independently, but having more input with their partner so they're saying more in the presentation rather than just saying one um, one-liners and um, this may therefore help them a little bit more in terms of increasing their confidence because they've already they've already taken part in the presentation with a partner where they haven't said much they've just changed the slides or hand out resources then in a group where they've said maybe a line where they presented to another group and now pair presenting to a group where they're getting a bit more involved and saying a, a few more lines and not even looking at the group and when they're ready, or you feel they're ready to present to a group independently on their own, I would have them, again, not facing the group. So delivering on their own now, presented to a small group, another pair or a three or a four, um, but doing it individually now. Again, not looking at the group, having their back to the group, looking at the computer screen so that they don't feel awkward in terms of presenting to a group. And you can be there as well, offer that to them. Just say, would you like me to sit with you? Would you like me to be part of your presentation? I can carry on where you feel you're not confident or you're not comfortable to continue. And just so that you're a sort of a presence there to support them and help them um, in feeling more confident in delivering a presentation to a group on their own. Again, very small group though, to two people, three people, four people, not a big group. And then if you're able to progress with them now to present to a class I would definitely again have them facing you or the board not the students behind them um, and obviously smile at them encourage them support them where they need that support and um, but I'd also do a very small presentation I'd get them to present something very small to the rest of the group not a big five minute presentation a minute even just something small where they can feel like they've actually accomplished something. They felt like I can actually present to a group. Okay, so only a minute, it doesn't matter, but something that they can present to the rest of the class without looking at them, looking at you, looking at the board, um, they feel more comfortable in presenting to a whole class. Now, if you are videoing presentations, for example, for their coursework, maybe vocational course, they have to, you have to video them for their assignment, I would place the camera out of their eye level basically where they can't see it I place the camera right at the back away from the student have the back have their back to the camera that's fine I've done that I've done that before 
Um, I'd obviously ask them to say who they are before they start presenting, but have their back to the camera so they can't see the camera, they don't feel uncomfortable. Um, and that way they're not going to be put off during their presentation because they can't see what they they can't see themselves they can't see the camera and they're not going to think oh my gosh it's recording of course they'll know it is but it's just not being reminding about it they can forget about it because it's not obvious to them now if you haven't yet followed helping teachers thrive please do please hit that follow subscribe button leave me a review rating on itunes let me know what you think let me know what you think i can cover in future sessions and future episodes to support you teachers and um as well as training teachers and early career teachers out there now when it comes to these presentations, I think one of the biggest things to help our students who have quite a lot of anxiety around presenting to public, to a, a large class, to a group of students, make sure you create that positive environment for your students before they present their PowerPoint presentations or their topic, whatever it is. Let your students know. Like, I expect silence when other students are presenting. We show respect to each other. We be big-hearted, as I said before, being big-hearted is all about um, caring for other students and helping other students. So we're respectful, we're, we're polite and we're kind, we're quiet while they're delivering their presentation. We're not talking to each other, we're not whispering. Make sure that every single student claps at the end of the presentation. Clap the student and also ask for students' positive feedback. Get every student to think, or well, we can't get every single student to give their opinion, but get the students to think about something positive that that student has done in that presentation, that student has delivered something positive about their presentation to make that student feel better and to feel less anxious and to feel better about themselves in terms of presenting to a class. And also encourage students to ask questions. Give them pieces of paper to write or get them to write in their exercise book questions during the presentation so they can ask the student at the end because it shows them that they're interested. And you can also support that student in answering those questions because they may not feel comfortable, they may struggle being put on the spot, um, but they can ask these questions about their presentation and you can then support that student in answering those questions um, when the rest of the students ask them. So create this really positive environment for delivering presentations for your students so they feel less anxious about doing so and they feel a bit of a buzz. They get that self-esteem boost that they can actually do it. But it's all about taking these baby steps, these gradual little steps towards hopefully presenting to the rest of the class. But it's all about speaking to a student, finding out what they're comfortable with just give your ideas to them in terms of how you'd like them to start, whether they're doing it in a pair and maybe just, like I said, not actually speaking, but being present and helping with producing the presentation and delivering resources, for example, giving out resources. So speak to that student, speak to them, find out what they're comfortable with, build in some sort of, not schedule, but strategies that you can implement gradually with that student to help them increase their confidence and their self-esteem because the worst thing that we can do for our students is teach them avoidance behavior the worst thing we can do is encourage them to don't, don't worry about it it's fine you can just do it with me later on or you can just present to me and your pair later on don't avoid the situation because that is going to be worse for our students in the long run because we're just setting up setting them up for, uh, setting them up for failure later on in life so it's really important to not teach them avoidance behavior teach them to tackle this not head on but not obviously not straight away you've got to build up gradually but it's really important that we don't just ignore this so please make sure if you haven't hit subscribe or follow please do so leave me a rating review and until next time keep on inspiring and keep on changing young lives